It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You may also like a show about the things you may also like. Things like over 40 fitness hacks. I hate getting old. The feeling starts in your late 30s. You really begin to notice it in your 40s. And don't even talk to me about your 50s. Brad Williams began to notice this too and did something about it. He's a personal trainer who specializes in working with the over 40 crowd, and he joins me from San Diego to tell me his over 40 fitness hacks. Hey, Brad, at what age and when did you know that this over 40 thing needs a different approach? Pretty much when I hit 40. <laughs> no, I'd always trained the, you know, the 40, 40 plus crowd just because that's what, you know, who could afford trainers and all that kind of stuff. But until I actually hit 40, I was like, oh, man, got to start changing a few things. Was it recovery? Uh, no, it was more of just like a little bit of chronic pain in the joints and then uh, seeing that I was getting a little bit more overweight. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm the trainer who's ripped. How, how the hell is this going on? If I have problems, God, everyone else must be having huge problems. So that's tough. And I think 40 is tough for a lot of people because they get into this mindset of they have to lower their goals when they really need to change them. So like when you work with a client, how do you get them to, hey, we're just doing it differently. We're not lowering your standards. When I first get a client, you know, we go through their kind of their history, what to expect, what their goals are. And then I start going through, you know, some of the changes that happen when you turn 40, you know, maybe 35, 40, 45 for different people. Everyone's got different genetics and everything. But, you know, kind of that's showcasing my knowledge with the client and as I'm going through all these issues that probably are why you're here with me today, um, it starts throwing up flags for, for the client that, oh my God, this guy does know what he's talking about because it's exactly the problems I'm having. It's harder to move. I'm getting a little bit more aches and pains everywhere. I'm having to double up my workouts or double up my cardio or I have to go on these crazy hardcore diets, even see the needle moving even a little bit. And that's what they pick up on. And then I'm telling them there's a better way to do it. Work smarter, not harder. And, you know, these are the things that we need to work at. And, you know, basically I go through all the different buckets of what we need to work on as far as movement, sleep, diet, gut health. And, uh, you know, that's how I kind of coach them and teach them that first session, but also how I showcase my knowledge to where, I, okay, we're, we're with the right guy. You mentioned a few things that sort of contribute to slowing the aging process, and that's like eating better, sleeping better. But then you also touched on gut health, and you've also got some episodes that, that involve uh, gut health. Talk about those or anything else that will help slow the aging process that we should really be focusing on in our lives. 
Yeah, so when uh, when I'm training somebody, you know, my perfect splits that I like to do are typically two to three days a week, and one of them actually being more kind of high intensity uh, training. And someone like, oh, you know, I don't want to do that because that's you know CrossFit. I I just don't think I have the energy for it. That's not what we're doing. High intensity just means what's high intensity for you to get your heart rate elevated. And it could just be doing some jumping jacks and you're right in the perfect zone. And uh, the reason for that is as we age, and I kind of always just use the over 40 as a a marker because that's kind of where everyone hits, you know, where we start slowing down. You know, maybe we have some injuries, um, kids and family and work and just lack of motivation. No one wants to put that kind of effort anymore as we had in our 20s. And because of that. Our bodies start uh, letting go of some of our mitochondria, which is all the energy uh, powerhouses in all of our cells. So we don't need as much because we're not doing as much like we were in our 20s. Well, that's a problem because that is an age indicator. If you don't have these powerhouses in your cell, your body's not able to increase its output. And what mitochondria does is it uses fatty acids for energy. So when you start slowing down that process... You know, you start losing those mitochondria, your body's ability to burn fat, it just becomes worse and worse and worse. So what we have to do is start moving the needle on that high intensity training at least once a week. And you can start off with just, like I said, doing some jumping jacks for 30 seconds. Doesn't need to be burpees. And basically every week, the point is if you want to start increasing this mitochondria again, you need to start upping it every week. So, you know, start with one exercise. Then the next week, you start with a second exercise. And instead of doing one set on all of them, you start doing two sets on all of them. And basically, you just get to a point where like, man, I am cranking. This is pretty much it. I'm happy with my results. I feel more energy. I'm, I'm seeing the fat burning off. And you just, you just kind of find a spot that works for you as well as your, your time. Everything's all about time management. And a lot of people seem to be a little bit concerned about, you know, how much of their social life is going to get eaten up. And the only reason I know this is because you actually use it in a tagline in your show. And that's, you can get to where you need to go without giving up your social life. So I'll assume that there was some focus group and research that went into it. And by that, I mean, you just had conversations with clients, but a lot of people are like, no, I, I worry that if I get involved with you in a program, then I'm not going to be able to lead the social life that I want to. Yeah. And, you know, that's my tagline. That's probably how they found me. And, you know, I'm catering to them. And my thing is, you know, I'm not giving up my social life. You know, I hit 40. I'm having some of these issues that all the over 40 crowd are having. And I'm the personal trainer. I'm putting in all the work. Yet I still will not give up my social life. That's my mission. And so these are all the different hacks that I've found to to work on, like sleep, your gut health, you know, all the things we're talking about to where you do four to five days pretty clean during the week and then you can, you know, let go on the weekends or whatever your entertainment days are. Why did you start a podcast? You know what? I started a podcast because in one of my network groups, we had a visitor from uh, Canada and she, she was basically a nurse who sold like some protein powder is more of going uh, after like diabetics and really helping with them. And she said she started a podcast and within two years she was killing it. And, you know, helping people was her her cause. But, you know, she obviously she made money on her podcast. And she said, you never know who's listening. Because after two years, she says almost 60 to 70% of all her listeners were from India. Because that was a big thing, you know, diabetes over there. And they were really searching for something. 
And she, so she said, you know, I'd recommend everyone in this group to, you know, if you're passionate about it and you want to scale yourself, which I've always had problems, right? Being in Orange County and then finally down here in San Diego, you can't do everything local anymore. So I started a podcast and sure enough, I started mostly uh, U.S. customer base and then some U.K. and Australia. And I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> and and it's, it's weird who's listening to you and who vibes with you. So it's just a great forum. Was it the podcast that triggered you giving some online training and becoming an online business or was it the pandemic? It was pretty much the pandemic. You know, we all of us trainers were were doing okay locally and we always had aspirations of doing online training and kind of dabbled in it, but never went full into it. And then the pandemic happened and we were all forced to do it. So, you know, thank God I dabbled into it a little bit. I knew some programs that would work. And of course, Zoom was real big too. And then, you know, just seeing how once you mastered it and got got through all the trials and errors, how easy it was, uh, better for time management, started doing just consulting sessions instead of just doing workouts on video and saw the power of doing that. And, uh, you know, so now I can offer local training through my podcast, offer uh, coaching with a fitness program or just, you know, one on one consulting like we're talking right now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. You may also like Supports Podcasting 2.0, so feel free to send us a boost if you are listening on a newer podcast app. If you don't have one, you can see a full list of them at newpodcastapps.com. You've spoken to hundreds of health experts, but what's the one piece of advice that sort of surrounds everything that they talk about? And again, you talk to a wide range of people. You've discussed veganism and eating and gut health and you know muscle building. 
But what is the one or two things that are universal in everybody that that hits your show? One thing is, you know, switching the gears of I'm trying to get a six pack or I'm trying to lose this belly fat. You need to stop that right now and think of the long game and you need to start thinking about longevity. You know, what are things I can do to to increase my lifespan and all these different awesome benefits come from that with any issues people are having and weight loss is one of them. So when you kind of switch your mind uh, to, to that, you stop caring about those things, yet you are going to get some of those benefits and it's, it's just a better you know, way to look at a healthy life. And then the other one is pretty much across the board. It doesn't matter who you're talking to, chiropractors, physical therapists, nutritionists, personal trainers, everyone across the board is diet is huge. You know, that's pretty much where you need to start. And uh, whatever diet you choose, mine is always, you know, do the diet that works for you. And there's not one size fits all, but pretty much eating, you know, the best quality stuff you can. You know, you're over 40 now. You need the best protein powder. You need the best sources of meat. You need to start, if you can afford it, shopping organic because there's just so much of our food has been poisoned or toxic or stripped of minerals and, uh, you know, once you start fixing those things, it's just game changer on all levels. One of the things I really like about your show is your authenticity. And you express your vulnerability about situations, including like your most recent episode. You talk about your, I think you had a back issue. And I can't remember which part of your back it was. It was L5S something, 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 which I wouldn't even know where to locate. If you gave me like ways and I had to go up the spine, I'm not sure I could actually find it. But you know, you talk about the recovery process and injury recovery. So you've been through it a couple times. Talk a little bit about anybody who has had an injury and how you mentally deal with it and how you can physically overcome it just by, you know, getting some exercise. Yeah. And, you know, I just uh, dropped an episode today talking about that and just the whole mindset of not giving up hope. Like, I'm sure there's issues out there that probably won't be solved in our lifetime, but 98% of the time there's something out there that's going to work for you. And and for me, I was talking about my issues with my L5S1, which is basically the segment right above your tailbone. And that seems to be a, a big one for, for men, us being a little bit more top heavy. I guess it just puts more pressure over time on just on that one specific spot or the one above it, the L4, L5. But just the trials and tribulations and hell I've gone through over the last six years, never thinking that I'd be in that situation, you know, being a personal trainer and being very mindful of form and all that. One accident was all that took a trip holding, holding the, a heavy rack and just my life spiraling, spiraling out of control because of that. But, you know, never did I ever just say, uh, you know, woes me. I'm just going to give up. I guess I'm just going to have to be on drugs the whole time. I'm like, Nope, I can't quit. You know, and also, I'm running my podcast. This is what I'm preaching all the time. So I've got to find something that works. And you just, you know, you stick to it. And, you know, I have the ability to talk to all these different experts because of my podcast. And I use some of their services, which helped a lot. And just time was one. You know, enough time goes by. Your body can heal itself for a lot of things. And then just, like I said, not giving up. You start finding all these different routines, exercises, supplements that give you that you know, one to 5% increase in, you know, being pain-free and mobility and whatnot. And on my episode, I talked about how I'm, I'm feeling like I'm 98%. You know, there's only just a hint that I ever even had a, a back issue. So you keep your episodes short. 
which is really special because I know a lot of people think, oh, another podcast is going to be another 40-minute conversation where I have to give up like a big chunk of my life. But you've made a conscious effort to keep the episodes short. Why do you do that? One, you know, when I even first started hearing about podcasts, you know, you always hear Joe Rogan and some of these other top guys or uh, girls. And I started listening to them. It's like, God, I just can't. Some of these are like two hours long. I just can't do it. Like, why can't they just get to the point? And like my favorite YouTube channels are, you know, the shorter, the better, five to 15 minutes. And I'm just like, well, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast where I just get to the point right away, you know, give the people the answer of whatever the topic is. Even if I get on a guest, you know, we'll talk for an hour like we're doing or 40 minutes, but I'll, I'll keep the guest on to like two to three different topics. That way I can chop them up and make them into like more digestible episodes. And if the person is totally sold on the guest, they'll listen to the next two. If they're not, they'll just skip the other two and, and go on to the other one, which also is good for the algorithms for podcasting, you know, retent- holding people's retention levels. So if you start having episodes where people are dropping off, it like the algorithm starts punishing you, you know, and then stops showing your, your podcast to the world. So I did it one for the retention, one because of personal preference. And uh, some of my favorite uh, podcasts in the health and wellness field are like anywhere from three minutes to eight minutes long. So I'm just I'm basically just kind of going off of what I enjoy and trying to, to do the same thing. Tell me about your ability to speak by yourself. There's a lot of people who can't do a podcast. It's like, well, what am I going to say? I need a guest. Who do I say it to? But you're very comfortable behind the microphone. So why is that? How is that? Or is that just sort of an offshoot of being a personal trainer and directing outwards? I mean, you must imagine that your client is in front of you. You've got to envision this in your head. It's quite clever. Yeah. So I think, you know, going through school, you you get help with that. And everyone had to take speech class at some point in their life. And I think more just being a business owner for the last 15 years. And, you know, I had three gyms at one point where you're just talking to everybody going to network group meetings, giving up presentations. So I've just always been in, uh, you know, into that realm. And uh, I think for, for podcasting, what lured me to there, besides that story I've told you, someone uh, came to our network group and mentioned like how that helped her. But for me, I've always hated social media, hated doing it. I paid people to do it. I've done it myself, go all in for like three months and get nothing out of it and hated the entire process. And just the lure of, you know, doing a podcast, it literally was my phone at first, hit the button and just start talking. Didn't even have video like we're doing right now. And then over time, I got so comfortable with that. I was like, oh, I'm going to get guests on my show. Obviously, we're going to have to go on Zoom. And it's just one person. It's not like a big, you know, group of 50 people I'm talking to. So it's just, I was super comfortable with it. You hit end. And then I just became really decent at editing and I enjoyed it. And that was my thing is like, I'm going to keep at this podcasting, editing, everything I enjoy. Because the second I add something like doing social media, I'm going to get burnout and I'm going to quit everything altogether. So for me, if you know, this is working for me, I do three episodes a week on my show. I'm loving it. I love all the guests I'm getting on my show. I'm learning so much. I'm happy with that. So until, until I get to the point where I can just pay someone to do all these things and start scaling, then I'll get to that point. Brad, thanks so much for joining me on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, Matt. My thanks to Brad Williams for joining me on the show. His podcast is called Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Give it a follow and it's everywhere you would expect to find podcasts. The website is 
over40fitnesshacks.com. This episode was produced by Evan Serminski and edited by Aiden Glassy and built for your ears by everyone at the SoundOff Media Company. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars. The one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.